Hello, and welcome to Storytelling for Business, the podcast that helps you build better customer relationships by telling stories your clients want to hear. I'm Katie Flamman. I'm a voiceover artist specialising in corporate storytelling. I've worked with clients like the NHS, Barclays Bank and Longleat Safari Park, helping them to share brand stories and business developments. But why is business storytelling important? What makes a great story? And how can storytelling create leads for businesses and build lasting client relationships? I'm investigating these questions and loads more in this series, and I'm reporting back on what I find. Today's episode is about the importance of authentic storytelling and how being vulnerable can in fact be a strength. So let's go. Here we are today with the lovely Lizzie Parsons. Lizzie Parsons from Start Small Plan Big is queen of business organisation. She helps small business owners to plan for success. And Lizzie's clients are mostly stressed out mums who run service-based businesses. Lizzie's a mum too, so she totally gets how working parents can often feel pulled in loads of different directions and how stressful things happening at home can lead to stress at work and vice versa. We never know what's around the corner, do we? And in recent months, at the same time as helping her clients with work-life struggles, Lizzie's been pushed to the limit with her own. But rather than making up a marketing fairy story that everything was fine, Lizzie believed and always believes that honesty is the best policy. So let's find out all about this story. Lizzie, welcome to the podcast. Hello. That's probably the best intro I've ever had. I was like, oh my God, I know why you do this as a professional job now. Because <laughs> it made me sound amazing. You I are amazing. <laughs> so tell me about Start Small, Plan Big. What is it and why did you start so, it? So effectively, Start Small, Plan Big is all about helping my clients go from feeling like their life is complete chaos to having a sense of calm. When you're a mum, you have lots of things that are on your plate, but then you add a business to that and all of your business's demands. It's really, really hard to feel like you're actually getting it right, that you're delivering in all the right places, that everybody's cup is being filled. And what tends to happen is we go, okay, fill the kids' cup, fill the partner's cup, fill the parents' cup, fill the grandparents' cup, fill our friends' cups, and then our cup is empty and we're like, oh God, how did this happen? For me, it's all about basically help, you know, stepping into their business and helping them to take back a little bit of control and just feel like this business is working for me rather than it's like one more thing that I have to just like survive through. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'm about. A lot of people start their businesses because they're passionate about whatever it is. And you're right, it can become quickly overwhelming mm-hmm. especially if you're a really small business if there's just yeah. you or you and a bookkeeper or you you and you and a social media person and and then you're right that feeling of overwhelm can take away that joy that you had to start with with and with starting your business yeah absolutely and i i talk to my clients about falling out of love with their business 
Because the thing is, the thing that you're great at, the thing that you do most is the thing that you will want to do most in your business. And then you have a strong tendency, because we're humans and we like the things that are joyful, you have a very strong tendency to avoid the things that feel maybe not as easy or not as straightforward or you don't feel as much, you know, kind of confidence with that. And then what happens is you kind of get to a point and you're like, now what do I do? How do I take this business further? But because you haven't got a lot of the foundations because you've kind of done that strong avoidance thing, you're like, oh, what do I do with this now then? And for me, that a lot of people, that's where they want me to step in and say, well, actually, Lizzie, do you know what? I don't enjoy this list of things. Can you do it? And I'm like, yes, because I enjoy that list of things. This is perfect for me. I will take this. And so they get to work in their business while I work on their business. And then they just turn up and I go, oh, just by the way, I've written all of these documents and I've done all these mm. things. And they're like, oh, mm. yes. And you talk a lot about filling your cup of joy. What fills up your cup of joy? Is it your business? Yes. So my business is a big part of the cup of joy for me because I get to do in my business the thing that I love to do it's just amazing for me I get to you know I wake up with energy when it's a business day I'm like yes doing the business it's awesome um the other things that fill up my cup of joy are musicals so myself and my small human are very very musical obsessed we have already seen one show this year, so that was very exciting. We went to Mamma Mia. Um, and it, and we're I, recording this not at the end of January quite, so you've, you've, are, you, exactly. are you only for one a month? or One a quarter at least. <laughs> so I've already got tickets for another two shows booked this year. Awesome. So, yeah, we love, we love musicals and musical theatre. And, and I, should, I must ask you, why did you start your business? So I started my business because I looked at what I was doing at my part-time job and I was like, this is not, this is not filling my cup. This is not bringing me all of the joy. I was just really, you know, I felt with my job, I was really stuck and I was really stuck in doing all the things that I don't enjoy doing. <laughs> but, you know, I've got bills to pay and I've got responsibilities, so I can't just go... I'll not do that today. So I started my business and I was like, you know what? Because this is my game, I get to make the rules and I get to do exactly what I want to do and not what I don't want to do. So I've really created a business around myself that brings consistent joy and just lets me really live my values and really it just feeds my kind of creativity because other people who I would describe as artists, like yourself, you're able to kind of do your thing and really express yourself. I express myself in spreadsheets. That's, <laughs> that's where I express myself. And other people find that completely bonkers, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being bonkers. I think you, I mean, yes, I, I take that, that crazy comment, but also I think you express yourself in your 
marketing and your colour schemes and your Friday feeling newsletter. And you, you always sign off by saying, may your tea be hot. You know, that's what every every parent just wants they're, they're to drink yeah. their tea when it's hot. And yeah. so I think I, I, I get it that you do love a spreadsheet, Lizzie, you strange human. Um, <laughs> but but I think I think you said you, you can put your creativity into your business. And I think it, it really reflects who you are, not just in what you do, but how you present that. Um, I, I hope so. So when I started my business, um, I had a really bland colour palette for my business. Everything was very, you know, very corporate. And what I was, you know, I'd convinced myself was very professional. And I got to a point and I was like, this doesn't feel like me. It doesn't feel right. Something's kind of off here. And then I just thought, if I could do anything, if I could choose any colour, what would that colour be? This colour, funny old me, <laughs> is the colour. Tell, um, tell the I people just, listening what the colour is. So the colour is a bright, sunny yellow. And I love this colour because, and this is again, like a reminder to my grandparents, my grandparents, my grandpa especially, used to always sing, like he was a constant singer, which I've inherited, and so is my small human, which I think is wonderful. But this colour reminds me of the song You Are My Sunshine so whenever I see that that's the feeling that I get and I just said to myself that's the feeling that I want to have when I see my own content out in the universe that's the feeling I want to have and that's the feeling I want other people to have so I thought yeah let's do it so I've got this super bright yellow and I've got super bright pink and they feel like me they feel like the person that people meet Whereas I had somebody comment, she said, Lizzie, the way your business looks is not you at all. Like it's like, that's really quite like, you know, very sort of calm, very, you know, just sort of professional, very kind of boxy. Whereas this is like. So that comment was from before, before you went with these yeah, new yeah, colours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when she saw the new colour palette, she was like, yes, this feels like you. When you turn up to stuff, this is the version of you that I see. And I thought, perfect. This is exactly what I wanted. And I think, you know, this podcast is about storytelling for business. And I think we tell stories in a lot of different ways. And what I, the impression I get with you is that the story that you're telling through your bright and vibrant and sunny colour palette, that is Lizzie through and through. And, and the comment yeah. from your friend reinforces that. And I, I would I would hazard a guess that all your clients would, would agree. You know, literally what you see is what you get. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I think, I'll be honest, it's really when people present themselves online, I've had some really not great experiences with that in that people have presented themselves in a way that I thought oh this person's really great they're super nice they're really personable and then you are in their actual company and you're just like you are an actress Mm. that is the only thing I can say because the person you are online and the person you are in in real life are not the same person at all And that made me, like, I suppose that experience made me more wary and more aware. And that's something that I talk to clients about all the time. 
because it's really easy to get online and pretend to be anybody, like literally anybody. And then when people meet you, they're disappointed. And I just think there's only so long you can keep that up, right? So for me, it's all about, this is me. This is, you know, I'm doing the very best I, I can. I'm just a human. And it's easier to just be me mm. because I don't have to remember stuff. Like I don't have <laughs> to remember a lie I told or a thing I said to somebody. I can just be like, well, this is where we're at, friends. And yeah, for me, that just works. Like it's, to me, it's just way easier. But that's brave, isn't it? Because you had, you had a, a really tough time kind of towards the end of last year. Yeah. And you showed up to your your newsletter clients and and your and your social media and you you said i'm having a really tough time here and you were vulnerable and that that takes a lot of a lot of courage i think i think i hadn't really intended that does that make sense mm. i literally because for like for context sake, I suppose. Yeah, can I you explain, explain what happened? What mm. happened? So last October, my foster dad was diagnosed with cancer, and that cancer was exceptionally aggressive. And from diagnosis to him passing away was probably about ten days. Yeah, so that was really tough. And then you know, my foster mum, she doesn't sort of have many other people, so you know, I was trying to act as the leaning post for my siblings and then trying to act as a leaning post for my foster mother, trying to organise a funeral. And then like a couple of days before the funeral, she said to me, oh, Lizzie, I need you to, you know, I need you to read the obituary. Mm. And I was like, mm. oh my God, because I don't enjoy public speaking at the best of times. And I remember walking up there and I remember starting and my voice cracked and I had to really like center myself at that point because I just thought I am gonna just burst into tears. And I managed to get through it and I managed to make a couple of jokes that I knew that he would find funny. He had a really dark sense of humor and he was very sweary. And so I couldn't repeat <laughs> a lot of the things that he would have said because we were standing in church. But everybody knew what I meant, you know, everybody knew what I was kind of getting at. And I took some time off from my business and I just thought to myself, you know what, if I come, if I turn up and pretend, how does that benefit anybody? Because it doesn't benefit me and it doesn't benefit anybody else either. And for me, kind of putting that information out there was about trying to be gentle with myself and trying to encourage other people in my part of the internet to also be gentle with themselves. Because having a bereavement and running a business is like, it's an experience that you kind of, unless you've had it, you kind of don't know what it feels like. And one of the things that was really surprising to me was that I just didn't feel like creating anything. Like, I just didn't feel like it. And that's never happened before. Like, I actually sat down to write my newsletter and I was like, I've got nothing to say right now. And so rather than sort of writing some drivel or just, you know, going, oh, everything's great here. We're having the best time ever. I just said where I was at, you know, and I was really candid about that. And 
I had some really lovely messages back from people who've been in a similar position and also people who were kind of not in like a negative way, but just thinking, you know, my parents are elderly. This might be me soon. And that feeling is quite, sometimes that's quite stark. And it's that reminder that things can change really quickly. And actually, when you have a business to kind of deliver into, sometimes you just need to take a break. And sometimes that is the best thing for you, rather than trying to keep wheeling stuff out and keep pushing through. You know, for me, I'm a muscle through person and I'll muscle through most things, but that knocked me, like it properly knocked me. And that was really nice to kind of share that with people and then start to move on. And that was really, for me, that was really positive. Like doing that was really positive. And taking that decision to own own this time that you that you deserve mm-hmm. for yourself to to heal and kind of come back in come back to yourself almost yeah absolutely because I sort of felt like I was on like two percent battery at that time and I just had to you know I had to look after myself because yes I've got the business and that's mega important to me and where I see my future but also I've still got responsibilities I've still got a family I've still got a household yeah, it's not manager, just you and the business human mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and all of those things need time effort and energy so you know taking that kind of break from the business was really nice because it just gave me a lot of space to look after myself and just try and get myself not on track because it's kind of not the same does that make sense I feel like I'm slightly different now yeah. And that's okay. Of course. That's okay. Of course, because things have happened to change you. It's it's really mm-hmm. interesting because there's there's ever such a lot of talk and, and actually information and resources about mental health support in the workplace for mm-hmm. for companies, how you can support mm-hmm. your staff and things. But if you are a one person business, the only mental health support that you can access is is you objectively talking to your manager you about how you are feeling (laughs) and then going to HR you and um, and saying I need some time out here and you don't have to go as far as getting a doctor's note to present to yourself but it's just Mm -hmm. I think it's really brave it made me think about about Brene Brown talking about vulnerability and she says that people that wade into discomfort and vulnerability and tell the truth about their stories are real badasses and vulnerability is not a weakness it's it's our greatest measure of courage and I think that to kind of on the two the two things you did you took time out for yourself that's brave when you're running your own business to say I need some space and Mm -hmm. and because that's scary but also to tell people why that's also brave. I think you said in your newsletter you don't usually talk about personal stuff on social media. And that must have mm. been that must have been quite a big decision as well. I pressed publish and then I was like, oh my God, what have I done? What have I done? But then I was like, no, this is this is okay because fundamentally I see people turn up on social media and celebrate all of those life milestones that everybody wants to celebrate along with you. Graduation, getting engaged, getting married, having a child, becoming grandparents. We see these things kind of play out on social media all of the time. But the reality is 
part of that life cycle is the end of it. And I didn't want to, you know, I, I don't want to just turn up and say, today's a great day. We've been great. Everything's gone fine. I just want people to understand that when you turn up as the best version of yourself, some days that requires you to just say, Do you know what, I'm going to be gentle with myself today because I need it. And that's okay. Getting into the habit of doing that is really important, I think, as a solo business owner, because it's easy to neglect yourself. So easy to neglect yourself. And if you get into the habit of that, you will really find yourself pretty unwell pretty quickly. Because you've got nothing left to give if you're constantly giving to everybody else. You can't neglect yourself. Yeah, well, I'm pleased that now you are making a conscious effort to to look after yourself and fill your cup and go to musicals and things. So let's kind of circle back to that. You talked about your your grandparents and getting your singing voice from them and <laughs> and your love of musicals. So, yes. um, so well, I've got to ask, will you give us, <laughs> are you going to sing for us, Lizzie? So my, my morning song normally with my small human is singing in the rain because she loves that musical. It's one of her absolute favourites. So let's go with that then. Mm, let's. Now, my lovely listener, I've got a bit of bad news. I'm allowed to enjoy Lizzie's incredible singing, but unfortunately, I can't share it with you for extremely annoying copyright reasons. But believe me, it was excellent, as you can hear from my reaction when Lizzie finished her song. Woo! Love it! That is awesome. Hopefully that's okay. That was incredible. Thank you. Nobody else has sung on this podcast, Lizzie. You're the first. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And actually... But yeah, that's my favourite. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And that's actually a really good song to pick because of what we've been talking about as well but you know yes. ready for love singing in the rain getting on with it and taking it as it comes just making the best of it mm. just making the best mm, of it definitely well i think we've nearly come to the end of our chat but i want to ask you what do you think your story holds for the next i don't know three years five years where's your story going to take you do you know what because right now everything is sort of super busy with so I have a special needs child and we're kind of going through tribunal and trying to get her into a special needs placement and so that's kind of because that feels so big at the moment I'm kind of not massively focused on the future but in an ideal world my daughter will be in a lovely school setting she will be thriving my business will be going from strength to strength and what I really want to do is I want to do more of this more of kind of collaborating with other business owners I want to sort of push myself into those places that I know I feel massive levels of un like kind of discomfort <laughs> like public speaking and presenting and things like that so yeah I feel like that's I feel like that's kind of the track that I'm on over the next couple of years. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, indeed. Well, I'm, well and you could also be a West End singer. So, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of scope there too. Well, Lizzie Parsons, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. 
It's been amazing. This is my first ever podcast, unless you didn't realise. So I'm super excited this morning. I was like, oh, um, just full of beans. And yeah, you know, I'm just massively grateful to you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Right back at you. Thank you so much. So what did we learn from Lizzie? Here are my key takeaways. One, the brand colours you choose for your business are really important. They need to feel like you and reflect your personality because they give clues to your ideal clients about what they can expect from working with you. Two, if you feel comfortable about it, sharing stories about difficulties or bad times can be extremely effective in building relationships with your clients. Showing vulnerability is a huge demonstration of courage and they're going to respect that and remember it. Our next episode is about using radio to drive engagement. She said, which station do you work for? And I said, BBC London. And she said, oh my God, not surprised. That is the most boring radio station I've ever heard. And I'm sitting next to the major <laughs> editor. And she talked about how you engage with people. That's Ali Lang from Maple Street Creative, my expert guest for episode six of Storytelling for Business, Intimacy the art of radio. And it's ready right now, so if you're binge listening, enjoy. But this episode is all done. Once again, huge thanks to Lizzie Parsons from Start Small, Plan Big. If parts of your business are in a bit of chaos and you're longing for calm, Lizzie can help. Please get in touch with her and she'll be happy to work her sunny yellow magic. Lizzie's contact details are in the show notes. And if you'd like a trustworthy voice to tell your business story, I'm only a phone call away, so do give me a ring or drop me an email if you'd like a chat. I'm Katie Flamen, and this is Storytelling for Business. Until next time, goodbye.